welcome back to the podcast. I'm Zach. Shut up. (laughs) We have a very peaceful, meditative episode for you today. Um, I wanted to bring you some some peace and some quiet today. No hot takes, just nice and smooth today. Isn't that right, Alex? That's absolutely right. Um, Zach and I are coming into this episode. We both had long days and we just want to relax and bring the good vibes in this episode. So sit back, relax, and get ready to uh, enjoy the show. Yeah. So uh, we're coming off our our week trial of meditation. Alex, how did it? Uh, how'd you fare this week? Uh, I, I fared pretty well. I think I did six out of seven days, um, doing ten minutes a day of meditation. Um, for me, I've been kind of meditating um, off and on for for a while now, but. Um, it had been a, a while since I had consistently meditated up until a week ago and having these 10 minutes a day really helped. Uh, I didn't really do them at a certain time of day. I wish I had planned it a bit more, um, but at least I did it mm-hmm. and it definitely brought, uh, some calm. I actually did it before a class presentation and I feel like my performance was much better. Uh, normally I, I can get a bit anxious and maybe stutter over some words, but um, I really felt a, a sense of calm and told myself while I was meditating that, um, you know, the thing about these class presentations is you, you should take them seriously and you should prepare, but really just the teacher is listening. You right. know? Uh, and it's not that big a deal. It just, you know, it's all going to be okay. And I reminded myself of that and it went much better because of that. Right. How was the week for you? It it went pretty well. So I, I did, uh, I have to admit, I missed a couple days here and there. I just kind of got caught up in the day um, and lost track of it. And I could see a big contrast between those days that I did meditate um, and that I didn't. Um, like you, I didn't really have a set time. I found the time that I meditated the most was kind of like mid-afternoon, which to me is kind of the best time because that's when I'm a little stressed out at work. I've had like, I've already done a lot of work that day. Um, it becomes like a lull in the middle of the day. So like around lunchtime seemed to be the best for me to get that clarity and like relax myself. Um, cause in the morning I usually go on runs and that's a little bit meditative for me as well. So I'm pretty relaxed once coming off that. Um, but there was a huge difference when I didn't meditate, I seemed stressed out. I was a little anxious, you know? Um, but at those days that I took that time for myself, even if it was five minutes, um, all the meditations I did were like very breath work focused. It, it, it calmed me after that and I could slow down and kind of be more in the moment and not just picking up my phone and jittering the rest of the day. I'm rather just, uh, mindful of what I'm doing. So, um, I would really like to bring it more into my day. Um, I had this idea that I should do it in the morning, but I find myself not having time in the morning. So I think I'm going to set like an alarm for around like one thirty every day. Um, kind of set that practice that way. Now, let me ask you this, Alex, did you, do anything else besides breath work? I know like, some of my meditations have done like, um, there's one called like love and kindness or there's some like sensory ones where you look uh, like the scenes around you or listen to things or what kind of practices did you do? Um, this week, mostly just breath work. Um, but I, I've done, uh, in the past, I did one called like something wide gaze where you're essentially like you're looking out, preferably outside Mm -hmm. and you focus on something and you kind of just focus on let's say it's a tree and on the cars and people passing Mm -hmm. you know they're they're 
your focus is not on them. Your focus is on this one object. Um, I found that to be pretty difficult personally. Mm. Um, this week I just focused on breath work and I started getting into, um, like trying to count the numbers while I'm breathing. Yes. But also I would, you know, lose my train of thought or something. I would kind of, uh, do some affirmations as well. Like tell myself positive things. I think Mm -hmm. that helped a lot. Um, and I saw like a change in my mood a little bit. Um, but there's also a lot of things like this week, uh, compared to last week, um, I was much more active um, right. getting into working out again. I think that really helped my state of mind as well. Yeah. That could, that could definitely increase it too. Like, like I said, I think working out a lot of time can be very meditative for people as well. Like uh, a lot of people think, you know, meditation is just like you're sitting there saying "Om" for an hour, but it can be a lot of different things. Um, there's even some like walking meditations I've seen before. Um, but I tried a, uh, a gratitude meditation this week. And I found that very, um, very beneficial. Like you just sit there and like think of some things you're, you're grateful for in your life. Um, and kind of reflect on them while doing some breath work. And it was, you know, it was very nice. It makes you like, it gives you perspective on like how, you know, good you have it. Even if you're struggling with something, um, it kind of puts everything back into perspective and a worldview. So I would definitely recommend that for anyone out there looking for uh, a switch of mindset. Perspective is so tricky, isn't it? It's yeah. so easy to get caught up in these things that seem really important and really like uh, <laughs> uh, urgent. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, you know, most of these things won't matter in, in, in a bit. Right. Um, but yeah, it's hard to keep that in mind. Uh, right. You, you caught really up in the past and the future and like you, you could make yourself like catastrophic think, uh, you know, you can make it bigger than it actually is. So it is like, that's why it's so important to take that moment. I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this week, this week was good. I got into some yoga as well, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, today i um, was really lucky i got a yoga class um through a friend of a friend on zoom which was really different than anything hmm. other type of yoga i've done before have you done in-person uh, yoga i have i have hmm. uh, um i did like hot yoga once a few times and um like vinyasa flow in person mm-hmm. a bunch um but this was zoom yoga but this was really different than anything else i've done it was like a slow release yoga. And what I've done in the past is like a slow release. You really hold a stretch for a long period of time Interesting. and breathe in. But this was even different from that. It was really relaxed. It was this older lady and she had like six pillows and she was saying, use the pillows. And one stretch was like, put the pillows on your lap. And hug the pillows and like put your head down. And um, it was so relaxing. Like, I don't think it was a workout at all or like a great right. stretch, but mentally it was so great. Um, uh, I was came back from the library, was, didn't sleep very well last night. So I was pretty tired. And so in the beginning, she told us like lay on our back and she had this soothing voice. And <laughs> long story short, I fell asleep. I woke up about a half hour later and everyone's doing a different position <laughs> uh did, so did they notice kind of you were asleep well so it's like there were four, five people i think 
five students and her, and everyone's on mute except for her. But okay. You can see who's doing what in the little uh, in the little boxes. You know, yeah. yeah. So I'm sure they noticed this guy didn't move. <laughs> or, you know, if they're looking, uh, I'm sure she up. noticed. There's right. no one else did. Um, but yeah, I felt great after. I was very get refreshed. Nap in. Yeah. Well, that's like at the end of um, a lot of yoga practices, they do the savasana, um, like where you kind of like lay on your back and just like close your eyes and meditate. And I felt I've fallen asleep at that before because you're just sitting like in a dark room and it's got nice sounds and things like that. But never in the middle of a practice. Yeah, this was like I said, it was really different yoga. Normally, that's how you finish the practice. Right. This practice we started like that, and then moved into uh, essentially stretching slash pillow cuddling, um, <laughs> which was also really nice. nice. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it was a good time, like a form of meditation. Absolutely, I've I've tried some like at home yoga, but only through YouTube. So that's interesting that they did it through Zoom. I like that better because it keeps you more accountable. Like if you're just doing a video, like you can kind of gaze off or like you know not be as in the moment. So I like that option of the zoom yoga. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. I also found it hard on YouTube, like for doing longer, uh, yoga, um, sessions. Yeah. Like over 20 minutes. It's tough. Like, cause this is not a yoga setting. I'm doing this in. it's, I literally have like four feet between the, my like, right. drawer and my bed. Like, yeah. A lot so, of like yoga is the setting too. Like they have the essential oils going, you have like the, you know, nice peaceful music. So it's tough. Yeah. You can't really build this, this same environment at home. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely tough. And there's so many different practices too. Like, I mean, you were saying you're doing hot yoga and this flow, like it's, it's so variable too. So it's, I have found that as the toughest out home workout to do like stuff like hit workouts or like, you know, running obviously is really easy to do at home or, you know, you can just do like body weight exercises, you know, squats or lunges, pushups, anything like that. But yoga is, that's one that has eluded me at home for sure. Mm, yeah. It's tough. I think, I think I could do it maybe in the living room or something, but and I have more space and maybe it's a different setting. Just find it hard to focus. Like, in my bedroom on mm -hmm. yoga just like i kind of find it hard to do homework in here or, right or do whatever you know yeah i think a lot of people are struggling with that right now because i've heard some of my coworkers like their desk is in their bedroom and so they feel like they always have to be on working or something like that it's hard to have these spaces be conjoled into so many things it's your workspace it's your live space it's your workout space like finding all of this room in your house it's like it's hard to compartmentalize it. Um, so I think it's important to have a little bit of that separation in any way you can. I don't know. Maybe you light a candle next time you do yoga or something like that. Um, Maybe, yeah. I don't know. But one great thing about this yoga class was um, Sally was her name. Wrote, Sally. Uh, she didn't write this. She read a really nice poem from Daniel F. Mead. I'd like to read it to you and the audience. Let's hear it. Okay. Like I said, this is from Daniel F. Mead. If you would grow by Daniel F. Mead. If you would grow to your best self, be patient, not demanding. Accepting, not condemning. Nurturing, not withholding. Self-marveling, not belittling. Gently guiding, not pushing and punishing. 
for you are more sensitive than you know. Mankind is as tough as war, yet delicate as flowers. You cannot endure agonies, but we are open fully to only warmth and light. And our need to grow is as fragile as a fragrance dispersed by storms of will. To return only to those storms are still so. Accept, respect, and attend your sensitivity. A flower cannot be opened with a hammer. Wow. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. What do you what do you think about when you hear that, Zach? To put you on the spot here. Um, well, to me it is the essential message there is to to be kind to yourself. Um, you know, a lot of times I think we build up these expectations for ourselves, um, you know, through social media, through expectations of friends and work and um especially during this time, you know, it's a pandemic. I feel like we need become harder on herself, you know. Um, but I don't think that's the right path to growth. Uh, I think the right path to growth is to be compassionate to yourself, to treat yourself like you would treat a friend or something like that. You're not going to be hard on your friend um, if you know they're on a growth path and, you know, they're trying your best. If you know that you're doing your best every single day, no matter what that is, maybe your best uh, one day looks a lot different from the next. And of course, it's going to look different from other people. Um, so I think the essential message, especially it's important in these times is to, to be compassionate to yourself and to not over expect things from yourself, to not build up this story in your mind that you need to be this certain way or this certain person, but rather just, you know, do your best at every moment you have. I, I agree. I think you did a really good job summing that up there. Um, one thing I would say about this is I think we live in a little bit of a um, instant gratification society. Mm. And this sort of personal growth is not going to happen in a week. It's not going to happen in a month. <laughs> and it probably won't happen in a year. Uh, <laughs> so no. I think it's about slow and steady consistency rather than expecting yourself to uh, quit a bad habit in three days or lose 10 pounds in a week or, um, I don't know, fin finish a one book a day reading or, or something like this. That kind uh, of growth is sustainable that way. Exactly. I think it's about building a structure for yourself that can um, enable long-term growth rather than short-term growth that, that uh, crumbles. Right. To me, if you want to look into the short term, just, just look at what you do each day. You know, maybe set out a couple intentions for the day. Like say, I want to read a book today. And not read a full book, but rather just read, you know, even if you read a page, that's, you know, that's growth. Or meditate for a minute. Sit for a minute with your thoughts. You know, go on a run, even if it's, you know, half a mile, a quarter of a mile. You know, it's just like small little growth goals you can reach each day. And then you get that beneficial, you know, you feel accomplished and it's building up to something bigger. You, I don't think it's helpful to always have these like huge, obviously it's nice to have huge goals you can reach one day, but don't force yourself to try to meet it in a certain time period. Like it's, it's going to be a long steady growth. And if you have that short term mind period, I think you can fall off a lot easier um, and spiral down more rather where you can just short attainable goals to me. Um, is the way to true, true, long, steady growth.
I think uh, I think you're totally right. I mean, celebrating and owning these small victories is so much more rewarding than and motivating than saying like, oh, in six months I'm gonna be X or I'm gonna know how to code or whatever your goal is. I think saying, okay, you know, I, I I studied for half hour today, really seriously, you know, time for a break or or whatever it is you're working on. Stacking these little victories and reminding yourself, hey, I am on the right path. Hey, I am doing the right thing. This is going to be so much more conducive to growth than um, realizing large failures or always saying, well, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. It's so much easier to quit when you just looking at the top of the mountain instead mm-hmm. of, you know, the feet in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. You just need to, I think a lot of this, like we've been talking about, comes down to staying in the moment, stay in the day. Don't get caught up in this future goal, this future version of yourself. You can be your best self every day just by small little changes. I think that's the, that's the key. At least I found some success in that. I think, I think you have too, Alex. Yeah, there's definitely um, value in being present. Mm. Um, yeah, just own, owning the day, not thinking too much about the future. I think um, uh, if nothing else, it helps your mental state. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> so. that's that's the, one of the most important things, right? Is your mental state. Absolutely, that's where it all starts. So tomorrow, uh, excuse me, next week we're thinking about doing maybe a sports episode. But what's one thing we can do this next week's act to? Keep this momentum going. Keep stacking little victories. Well, Alex, I think I'm going to keep this meditation going up for one for one thirty every day. I'm going to set an alarm and try to try to do at least five minutes. And I'm also going to look into a a Zoom yoga class. Those are my goals for next week and what we can check in yeah. on this. How about you? I'll send you a link and we'll we'll do a. a what time is you have a lunch break? I'm assuming. Yeah, you I can, can do I can half take hour it, yoga. Take it whenever half hour yoga. That'd be nice. All right, uh, we'll do we'll do it together. Okay, I'll send you a link. That sounds great. All right, excellent. All right, thanks for uh, tuning in, guys. Uh, look yeah. next week. Uh, stay tuned. Maybe sports episode. Maybe not. We'll let you know. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> Come on back. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of All Right, Shut Up. Make sure to go ahead and leave us a review. Help us grow the podcast. All right, shut up. Catch us next week on all your favorite podcast sites.